0: This episode of Art of the Kickstart is sponsored by Backerkit. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. Plus, if you want to create and send surveys, offer add-ons and pledge upgrades, or begin accepting pre-orders, Backerkit makes it simple. Over 2,000 projects and 4 million backers have used Backerkit, including many of the projects featured on Art of the Kickstart. Ready to try Backerkit? Visit backerkit.com and sign up today. Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by the two founders of Slide, Theis Olthoff and Kai Baitstra. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So, Slide, the, uh, this product is really cool, and I think it's really, uh, really, really interesting. So, it's the world's first retrofit smart curtain system. Tell our backers and our community all about your product and where it all started. So, it
1: started a couple of years ago with an idea of mine that you uh, can actually kind of automate your existing interior, not just adding new uh, interior, but automating movement from your existing interior. Uh, the initial idea was actually to have a universal kind of thing that would we we'll control anything. Uh, this was kind of a, a difficult to make, so I started to focus. And I, t- I chose the curtains because it's a, a lovely m- movement inside inside out. And so I started thinking, uh, uh, how how can I automate this uh, this movement? Mm. I thought it would be an, an easy job, but uh, two years later. <laughs> Am I? am at the point where I'm. I'm now. I'm now, and uh, we're we launched our project on
0: Kickstarter. Impressive. So when you guys were creating Slide, talk to our audience about kind of that that process of creating the product itself, and then deciding what features went into it.
2: So um, Slide, I actually worked on Slide long before I came on board, and before we got, we founded the the story behind Slide and. When I met Kai at the beginning of this year, he had a great idea, but we were still kind of searching for the market fit. So kind of seeing like, okay, there's some, there's a way to automate curtains, but is that enough in itself? Do people just want to be able to, you know, press a button and then have their curtains close? Or what, what kind of value can you add at that curtains currently don't have yet? And so we developed a range of use cases that kind of assume that curtains can be very useful if you preset certain movements at certain times. So one example that's very obvious is to wake up with natural sunlight. And what it basically means is that slide reads the alarm clock on your mobile phone. And then uh, a few minutes before your alarm is supposed to go off, your curtains will open in your bedroom. So you'll have a nice gentle wake up, hopefully, before the alarm kicks in. Hopefully a good start to the day. And so that's that's one example of a use case. Uh, that we developed and then another one is that using geofencing so kind of reading your gps data on your phone and seeing where you are with slide you're able to say that your curtains will close when you leave the house which in the winter will help save heating because curtains isolate and in the summer if it's warm it'll actually help and keep the heat outside and keep your house nice and cool so this is kind of the the process that we went to for the past year kind of saying, okay, we have a product that on the hardware end works. But, you know, from a, from a user experience perspective, what can we do to really add more value than just automating the movement of a curtain opening and closing? So what kind of use cases can we build around that, that movement?
0: So talking about use cases, I mean, the beauty of crowdfunding is getting all of that user feedback, whether they're pre-purchasing the product on the active Kickstarter campaign or, you know, in the years that you guys took to develop it, you know, how did you guys go about potentially collecting some of that user feedback before the campaign launched and how you're actively engaging the community currently in terms of feedback and adding additional features?
2: I, I think we, we both have had very different, you know, groups of friends with different interests. So that was nice to see what these different groups were looking for when we were doing our little, you know, inner circle feedback loops and focus groups but definitely once the campaign launched we've been getting a lot of comments a lot of traffic over 100 comments already which is uh, quite a lot for a kickstarter campaign in two weeks in because people have a lot of questions about you know adding new functionality and how things work people really want to know how the, the you know how the details of how the the mechanism works and how the the different software features work and we just actually put out a nice survey yesterday uh, because we announced a new stretch goal, which is to add a data port for slide. And uh, we've, we've been asking people in the survey what kind of add-ons they would like to see to enrich slide. So one of the options would be a wireless remote. Um, another one could be a light sensor or a thermal sensor. And we're really surprised to, uh, you know, kind of uh, some of the answers in the surveys we didn't expect. Some of them we did, but it's nice to kind of validate your ideas as you go in a very like, dynamic way.
1: Yeah, and actually our first stretch goal was also uh, had the same kind of uh, idea behind it because uh, people ask us to incorporate an open API so that the community itself can develop different kind of uh, assets to slide or make it communicate to different platforms, etc. So it's very nice to communicate hence and forth with our backers to see what they really want, what they need. And what we and what uh, what we'll be able to offer.
0: Absolutely. So, in this process, what's been the biggest challenge that you've both encountered when you're designing the product?
2: I think that um, compatibility and explaining compatibility is is a big one when you work with a retrofit product. Uh, people obviously, um, um, it 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 sometimes it's, it's hard for them to imagine. Okay, I understand the product, I've seen the video, but how will it work on my curtains? So I think that communicating that, which takes a lot of time because what we ask people is to send photos of their setups and then we literally try and illustrate, well, this is you know this goes here and this goes there, so that they can relate from their own contact from their own you know home setup and understand, oh, now I see where my where slide goes in my home uh, on my curtain system. So I think this has been a big challenge. I mean, more time consuming than we thought it would be. But you can also, and that's the nice thing, once you do that, you get a lot of positive feedback uh, saying, oh, well, this was very useful. Now I'm actually, you know, I'm so much more relieved or I I have more certainty that you guys will be actually able to deliver uh, on on the retrofit promise.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, always that's the concern, right, with crowdfunding campaigns is, The consumer typically never gets to touch it, feel it, try it on their curtains, right, and see what exactly it looks like in their home and the use case of it. So it's great that you guys are taking that extra step to alleviate any of those concerns from the backers, you know, the thousand plus backers that have come into the campaign. It's great that you guys are actively engaging them and giving them the feedback to alleviate those concerns. So we yeah, so go ahead.
1: Another, another thing we've been working on hard is uh, also compatibility but, but compatibility, but software-wise, because a lot of our backers ask us to uh, do, a function, do that slide function with HomeKit. Apple uh, HomeKit. Apple HomeKit exactly. So we did a big research about that because uh, we thought uh, it would be something we could implement, but it turned out to be a lot of a lot of work, a lot of extra. Like casting in, in software, but also in hardware. We need a separate MFI chip, which, which we didn't know of. And that was actually really a shame because we had to disappoint some of our backers that we will not incorporate HomeKit in our, in our first
2: edition of slide. Yeah. And it's, I mean, we've both backed a lot of smart home products. And I mean, we've also had that disappointment ourselves that you hope a certain integration will work and then it doesn't. So we didn't promise HomeKit to begin with, but it's, it's, I mean, it's been interesting how many people have been, you know, almost begging us to make a commitment, even although we can't, we can't promise or, you know, can't, we can't, we're not sure that we can deliver on that. So when we had to make that announcement yesterday that, okay, so we've done the research and we're very sorry, but HomeKit is such an uncertainty that we could start, we can make a promise. But we won't know for the next six months whether or not Apple will approve that process. And so, you know, you can see a lot of people being disappointed, but also appreciating the honesty at this stage so that, you know, it's not an announcement you make three months into your fulfillment. So I think it was the right choice, but it was a tough choice to make.
0: Yeah, certainly. And, you know, always we always tell our clients, you know, err on the side of transparency, you know, because with these crowdfunding campaigns, you want to make sure that you're delivering the product that the consumer thought that they were buying at the end of the day. So it's great to hear that you guys are you know actively taking that into account. So I always like to ask, you know, why did you choose crowdfunding to launch the product?
1: So we both, as, as I said, we both really like the platform Kickstarter as well, because uh, it's, uh, it's community driven. And you have a lot of uh, people that are enthusiasts. So these people are also kind of our um, fan is a big word. But I mean, we, we share the same interests in, in, this, in this thing so we can learn vice versa from each other. Uh, moreover, it's also, uh, it's a validation of our idea. So if you want to see how, do, do people really, really like this idea and will, will, do they want it at home? And so we were overwhelmed by the, by the success of the first two weeks. And, uh, the, which was awesome to see how many people believed in the same idea that we had. Well, moreover, uh, these people like I like I told like I told we are we are Kickstarter fans ourselves. I mean, if you really like a product, if you really like a product on Kickstarter, you become a kind of uh, ambassador as well. I think, at least this is the way I felt backing up backing up for some projects.
0: Absolutely. So your campaign fully funded within the first two days. Basically, talk about some of the marketing efforts that you guys put forth into this project before you launched it. I think
2: that, so we worked with a Dutch marketing partner that helped us, you know, create the material and the language as well around slide, you know, getting the visuals and animating some of these use cases, which is extremely useful. The video, which we, uh, uh, you know, put a lot of effort and time in because it's so important. It's basically, especially the first 45 seconds, you have to rise and shine and, you know, get people's attention uh, to keep watching and kind of keep following your page. So it's, it's extremely important to have a very solid start, I think, uh, on that. But other than that, we didn't, and I think that's, I mean, it's not as common anymore in many successful campaigns. We didn't do a big email pre-campaign. We did it among friends and family, but we didn't do any, you know, larger outreach. Um, other than in the Netherlands, there's a lot of, you know, startup and entrepreneurship communities that we reached out to. So we got a lot of support from them and a lot of exposure in the Dutch media because of that. And I think that the, the, the funny thing or interesting thing for us is that in those first two days, reaching that target was almost entirely due to the Dutch audience that was responsible for more than 80% of our sales. And it still is one of the biggest, uh, you know, you know, backer bases in our community. So that's really cool to see.
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, you might not have built out the email database, but you built out your own personal networks and connections within your community. And they've obviously backed and, you know, helped the, helped the campaign be overly successful. So, you know, you still built the crowd before the campaign started, just in a different kind of manner. Um, yeah. Go ahead.
2: I, I, yeah, I just want to add, I think that the, you shouldn't underestimate how important it is to have a, a local base. And local can be a city or a country or a community. But for us, it was the Netherlands. The Netherlands helped us, you know, kickstart this campaign, being a small country. But I think it's really important to know who you are, you know, your local users are, your local backers are, and your local ambassadors, and then expand from there on. But you have to, you know, start with a base and, and define it before you launch a campaign.
0: Absolutely. So what's been the biggest surprise that you guys have, have encountered so far in the campaign?
2: And being funded
1: in two days. That was really awesome. It's really amazing. Uh, we, I mean, yeah, we we had a couple of uh, ideas of how we, how we, how it would go, but we would we never thought it would be this big, this big in two days
2: this nice. Yeah, plus, when we when we when when Kai and you were both um, when we met for the first time a year ago and we were talking, we were both you know into smart home and and so we had the affinity. But we also both had this hunch like, well, you know, this may be a niche product. This may be for a select audience. You know, maybe it's just not going to have a big user base. So that, you know, and then seeing that big success, you're like, wow. That's OK, great. apparently a lot of people really like the idea of smart curtains.
0: Absolutely. No, I definitely think the, uh, the crowd has spoken and they certainly appreciate the product. So, gentlemen, this gets us into our launch round where I rapid fire a few questions at you. Either one or both of you guys can answer. You good to go and get started?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Excellent. So uh, what inspired you both to be entrepreneurs?
1: Uh, Before I I started with Slide, I I had a small company myself. I had a delivery uh, company for organic food. And I delivered it to to kind of hubs in the city where people could could pick it up. Like, for example, child, child care. Child care? Kindergarten. So if people... Come and pick up their kit, They can also uh, pick up their uh, groceries. Um, but as Tyson already said, my heart is actually more in uh, gadgets, technology, smart home is something that I really love. So I really like the the change of
2: mindset for me to do go and develop slide. Do you want me to answer the question as well? Sure. Yeah. So I worked as a as an independent business developer before this and. You know, seeing so many small organizations start up and grow, and some of them fail, frankly. That really, you know, inspired me to want to, you know, do the same with my own organization. I just didn't know what that was going to be. And now we have that uh, with this startup, which is very exciting. So just, you know, being able to build something out of nothing and then, you know, step by step seeing progress. I think that's really cool.
0: Awesome. So if you guys could meet any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? The uh, First thing that comes to mind is Elon
1: Musk but <laughs> he's a kind of a popular star, of course. I, all, I always had also a big, I said a big appreciation, a big thing for uh, for Bill Gates, as he started this uh, his huge firm from just the basics, and he's doing also so much for charity. I think he gives half away for charity, so
2: he's he's a big inspiration.
0: Excellent. Um, yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I'm a big fan of Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk, um, and what I like about you know I'm, I'm, I like the daily V blogs that he does as he does, and I what I like about Gary V's mentality is that it's about working hard, and it's it's and he kind of brings down the entrepreneurship fairy tale from oh you know just it's one big. Uh, you know, a roller coaster ride of excitement to it's just a lot of hard work, which I think we see in this campaign very much. And, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur is just, you know, working them up, uh, not just for the first year, but continuously. And you, that's something you have to be willing to do. But he's very inspiring and kind of, you know, emphasizing how important hard work is if you want to be a successful entrepreneur.
0: Absolutely. It's all about the hustle with Gary Vee. So, exactly. other than slide, what is your favorite smart home project in your home?
1: Uh, I, I, I first started with an uh, open source project on my Raspberry Pi, which I really like because it's, you can do a lot of things with, uh, with uh, Raspberry Pi and Domotics. And so I bought the most cheapest uh, thing I could trigger, it was a socket. And I, I tried to make it work, and it actually uh, in a few hours I got it to work, which was uh, kind of a first accomplishment. And I like I like the idea of uh, working on such things to make things work together. I really li- like that. And the Molex is a very good example of it because it's an open source platform which you can install on your Raspberry or on your computer or, or whatever. So that
2: that's really nice. Nice. Yeah, and and um, so for me, I, I like my uh, I have a German smart thermostat from the from Tado. It's called and it. It works with an idea that we also, you know, kept in the back of our minds for Slide, which is that, you know, you install the smart thermostat, then you preset what temperatures you'd like to see at what point of the day, and then using geofencing, it turns off heating when you leave the house, but you don't, you don't need to trigger it, it just works. And so that principle of, you know, it's, it's passively there, you don't need to engage with the gadget, but it does the work for you once you set it up. That's really something I think is very cool, and it's the future of smart home more so than, you know, being constantly controlling every little smart device in your home.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I just got a few Nest devices from my home. I'm excited to install them over uh, the winter break. So what business book or what book in general would each of you recommend to our listeners?
1: I really got inspired by the Linkstar. It's a bit cheesy because I think everybody's read it, but I, I think it's really nice just to see where your company can get the that you provide and then make the right
2: decision. So be flexible, but go forward. That's nice. Yeah, and for me, it's, uh, it's zero, zero to one with uh, Peter Thiel, the man behind PayPal, obviously, who very much gives you a good understanding of how to build a startup. So how to, how to go about funding, but also how to go about strategy and kind of you know, de- define what's your core business, and how do you move from that core business and expand? So I think it's a very pragmatic book as well.
0: Absolutely, those are actually two of my favorites that I recommend to a lot of startups and founders. All right, last question in the launch fire round: What does the future of crowdfunding look like to you both?
1: I think crowdfunding can be can be. It's, it's nice about crowdfunding that it's not special. It's not how I say it um, just specified to a certain, to a certain thing. You can be you can have crowdfunding for theater, for art, for a community, for a demonstration, for technology, and I think so. Crowdfunding has a lot of opportunities in the future, where where the, where our world is much more consumer-driven. So we have also more power to power, so to say, and this means that, that the crowd is actually taking control over what's going to happen next in the world. So I think it has a lot of potential, and it will be bigger and bigger that's my thought
2: and, and yeah to add to that for i mean obviously being a creator and being a backer i'm very curious to see because on the one hand there's a lot of pressure especially with kickstarter campaigns about you know fulfillment and will you be able to deliver and i think that's a valid discussion to have at the same time i also would like to see more crowdfunding happening also with bigger companies and bigger you know bigger activities bigger events to kind of, you know, as Kai is saying, as a means to validate consumer preferences, it's a very, you know, especially for a startup, it's a very agile way to kind of, you know, de- determine what's next for the product and for your company. So I'd like to see more successful campaigns, especially, I think, mm-hmm. because I see a lot of good ideas that don't get funded because they're, you know, they are they didn't have the right video or, you know, something is off, but the the core idea is good. So, you know, in, empl- in execution, I think that's what to win.
0: Absolutely. Thys Kai, you guys have been great. Please give our audience your pitch. Tell us what you're all about, where people should go, and why they should go buy a slide. All
2: right. So we're Thais and Kai, and we're the co-founders of Innovation in Motion to start a behind slide. And Slide's the world's first retrofit smart curtain system. And it's not just about automating the movement of opening or closing your curtains, but it's about adding new functionality to curtains that you didn't have before including waking up to natural sunlight, um, adding protection from burglars by closing your curtains when you're not at home, um, saving energy by closing your curtains when you're not at home, and um, you know, setting scenes integration with the smart home. And we've developed slide to be Retrofit, which means that it works on existing curtains, horizontal curtains. We're very excited. We're, we're funded on Kickstarter now, uh, more than two weeks to go. And if you're interested, then definitely check us out at uh, Kickstarter. Uh, slide smart curtain or at www.goslide.io
0: thanks awesome guys audience thank you again for tuning in make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes the full transcript links to everything we talked about today and of course thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors the gadget flow and backer kit dice and kai thank you so much for joining us today thanks cheers Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a better business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.